Are those teeth marks I see? They're the kind of bad that I love. Fuck yeah. I hope someone's taping this. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us again under the library. As always, we are continuing our Blood on the Rocks module, our adventures in the town of Bloodstone. As always, I'm your host. My name's Arthur. I am playing Harold. We once again have a full cast of investigators tonight. Rick is back from his trip. He's going to be playing Philip. Chris is Bo. Emily's Florence. Wayne is Quentin. Scott is playing Yocker. And our incredible keeper, as always, is Michael. Michael, take it away. Thanks, Art. Uh, welcome to the town of Bloodstone. We are a horror tabletop role-playing game, and as such, we have mature themes, even though they're often played by immature people. Some of those themes may include bodily horror, obscene language, and other things you might find Cat offensive. Butt. <laughs> so if cat butts and, cats. <laughs> and bloody arms aren't for you, please... I don't know. Don't go away. Go away. Whatever. I don't want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Make more cards. (laughs) We'll just keep rolling here. But anyway, we hope you'll join us. And with that, it's Emily with last week's episode recap. Okay. So as we started last week, Bo had just heard a drunken statement from the square. Anyone want to model it for me so I could get the accent right? I don't no. remember what the statement was. Oh, was I'm oh. your Huckleberry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Just let Emily do it. <laughs> I just let I, no, I need the I model. Am, I am indeed your Huckleberry. <laughs> well, that's basically what I just said. Actually, we need a, we need to, um, Art to do that line. Oh, your name. You need to rename your character. Ooh, I yeah. can mimic, but I just can't do it on my own. So I guess I, I'll move on. I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. There you go. Is, is that what you mean? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm your, your I'm your Huckleberry. I'm Spartacus. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> is it Jack Crab? Bo uh, claims to instead be the ghost of Bo because, of course, Jack killed Bo in the past, or so he thinks. He kills time with this line of conversation till he's close enough draws a shotgun and fires and a body immediately flops to the ground. Yocker, observing, thinks he might have heard hurt heard a very soft don't shoot. I'm here. But he's it. not sure. Yeah. Uh, Bo flips over the body. For a minute the face looks unfamiliar to him, but then it looks clearly like Jack's face. And Yocker runs out, instead recognizes a man who works at the local stables. Jason Dudley. Uh, Yocker tries to speak reason to Bo, but uh, Bo does not remember any of the events of the evening where he looked at the book and had the episode. And um, he just, uh, he's convinced that he has killed Jack. Jack comes to and cackles, you're never getting your gold. And then clearly changes into a man that is unfamiliar to Bo. Uh, Red Wellerton shows up, the town physician and coroner. He is clearly drunk and kneels down, belches some whiskey fumes onto poor Jason. 
and Yager helps him carry the body to Red's place, Red's health emporium. Uh, at this point, best name ever. It is. At this point, uh, they first start to cauterize the wounds, but then Yacker notices on the shelf Harold's fake coin detection and profit increasing device and suggests using it for a different function to first remove the buckshot before they cauterize the wounds. So they do this, and then Yacker agrees to Red's suggestion of a blood transfusion. which went just about as you might have expected. Uh, <laughs> it was totally sanitary <laughs> and safe. Yeah, don't, don't forget, there was like an hour of researching blood transfusions yep. to see you know, what was historically... Uh, well, you know, I didn't take notes on that do. part. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Rick, you should really go back and listen to it. It's, it's a good one. It's incredibly accurate. And very medically correct. Yes. Yep. And Yacker yeah. tried really, really hard to slosh some whiskey onto the puncture <laughs> point, but uh, just wasn't <laughs> meant to be. Uh, and afterwards, he lost a lot of blood, feels a little wobbly, woozy. And as he's leaving, Red says, if that arm starts to smell funny, come back and see me. So... Yacker leads an unresponsive bow back into Seraphim Falls, sits him in a corner, takes the book and his gun, and goes to bed, having left a note on the door for the rest of the party to not disturb them because they really need to sleep. Because you may remember they left another note on Florence's shop saying, come find us. So Harold, Florence, and Quentin get back, find the note, find the other note, and also decide to go to bed. That night, Bo dreams of shooting Jack again and again and finding out he has shot people that were not Jack. And Quentin dreams of scenes for, of Melville, of battlefield medicine, of tentacles, otherworldly creatures, the, even the creature that had held him, held, had possessed him. That's the word. Yep. Held him gently. Heard him and held him. Held his mind. He yes. heard held him. <laughs> you got it. And he was healed. <clears throat> Florence tried to break the book language like a code, but she failed. She does see some pictures of a device with lightning bolts going towards humanoid figures, as well as elephants and weird tentacly fish and other things. And uh, in the morning, Harold tries to wake Quentin. Quentin stayed with Harold. Uh, but he's in a stupor. Eventually, Yacker and Bo come to Florence's. Harold comes to Florence's. They end up trading information and then discussing what to do the next day. The options are go get the animals, according to Harold, search for the humans who were taken, according to Bo, visit my sister, according to Florence. <coughs> and Quentin took a little side trip. He went to the general store. He needed some supplies. It is dynamite. We all know he's going to blow up the house when we get there. Well, 530 a.m. shows up at Lloyd's store, feels a spooky sensation, but it's empty. He peeks through the glass and sees a pile of cats, 12 to 15 cats in a frenzy. Actually, 20 cats in a frenzy. Quentin enters, shoes the cats away, 
sees a corpse with many chunks out of its face, shredded clothes, exposed bone, and then <laughs> throws some food and aspirin into a satchel he finds in the shop. He picks up his supplies, you know. Like you do. Like you do. And that's where we ended. Yep. Good job there, Philip. And it's uh, it's very early in the morning. It's like just after sunrise. Way to kill uh, off our favorite character. Yeah. Did, did uh, Quentin... We ended. That got right because we were a little bit later. Because I was going to say, did he uh, go get anyone or anything like that? I don't think so. When we ended, so. you were just looting Lloyd's shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So the rest of us are at... Um, uh, Potter's Florence, Place. Florence at Potter's Place, yeah. yeah. And it's early in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So All we right. just need to get Phil and Quentin and figure out uh, what we're going to do. And have a massive debate where on where the is. hell we're going to go. Uh, at this point, I'm uh, so out of it that I'm willing to do whatever. Well, Quentin would Quentin would uh, make haste back to uh, where most everyone would be, which would be uh, Potter's Place. Potter's Place, and uh, I would say be trotting down, trotting down the road with a brisk pace, um, and then given as it got close, hollering, you know, towards the place. You know, it's early morning, but still giving a good holler. As a, I said, there's a bit of an emergency uh, over at the Lloyd's uh, General Store and uh, come banging on the door at Potter's Place to see if you guys were awake because he wouldn't he wouldn't have known because he slept elsewhere. Oh, how, how is old old Floyd? Lloyd? Lloyd? Lloyd. Lloyd. How is old Lloyd, my, my good friend? <laughs> that, that, oh. that lovely soul. Such a great fellow, that that Lloyd. Well, Harold, I will. I will. I can tell you that you. Um, he won't be talking your ear off because um, the cats have um, chewed his ears off and everything else. Lloyd. Um, he was turned into a large pile of meow mix. Yes. Um, I, I I looked in the door and there was a ludicrously huge pile of cats, and I believe it's Lloyd. I went in, shooed them away, uh, and there's a part partly devoured corpse on the floor of uh, the general store. I think um, we should head back for a bit of investigation or I'm leaving it to you. I'm not quite Harold, sure what to do. Harold would know him from the clothes. He, he I, say, I know it's, uh, I know he was um, your, your friend, Harold, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he was a, a good, good fella. If, if that's actually him, that that's terribly sad. I think we should probably go make sure. I agree. Before yeah. we head over to the house to save the the animals, that is. <laughs> bit of a gruesome, it was a bit of a gruesome sight, and uh, perhaps we can. Actually, does this town even should have... we? Sheriff, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know, but we should probably uh, notify someone in town because yeah, we don't we don't want to be blamed for every murder that Quentin commits. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a good point for, there. Bo. What we're hearing is you went there and an- another guy ended up dead. Well, what I'll, I'm go, I'll is, go get the sheriff. Quentin's only done in one. Nefarious. I'm just joshing you, Quentin. How many has has, has how many actually? How many? Have I, I I almost killed a man last night, so I I can't say nothing about that. I was gonna say how many hobos have gotten down and gone down in this one so far. I think of in this group, I'm the only one who's free of any any horrible violence against other humans. Wait, Jake, Yaka. Oh, Yaka had a, a fake fight sort of thing where he pulled a I punch. I punched someone. 
What mm-hmm. did I do? Well, Lauren. you almost killed Quentin there. Well, I did not almost kill Quentin. We there, just a, spoke I mean, there's a whole in a episode. controlled in manner. There's a whole a episode named after it. It's called Murder by Florence. I locked him in a so. basement with something that was going to kill him. I don't know there was anything in that basement. Actually, <laughs> except for a very irrational yeah. man. It's not like there were prairie dogs nibbling on his uh, right. I, biceps. I, you know, of all of us, you're the only one who's a documented murderer. It says right in the episode <laughs> title, Murder by Florence. <laughs> Cannot believe everything you read, says the librarian. Uh, yep. Fake, fake uh, old Western news. The group infighting starting. So, Michael, <laughs> I'm going to head over and get the sheriff. Okay, the sheriff, you know, his name is Bobby McGlynn. He's quite, uh, wait, actually, I just, uh, sorry, the sheriff, scratch that. The sheriff's name is Henry Stone, um, and he's quite the revered lawman in these parts, uh, and even a bit nationally. He's uh, quite well known for how well he brings people to justice. Wow. Well, thank God, Yaka, you kept uh, that that guy from dying hopefully we're not sure yet well i did the best i could all right so i'm gonna go get henry okay and in the and, meantime i'm gonna run over to lloyd's and uh, uh see yeah I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with harold over to lloyd's uh i said i'll come to you harold i'm i don't want you to be distressed at the uh, the sight of your uh chewed up friend and immediately make the a, party is split again well, make I'll a go. stealth roll quentin a stealth roll. You should be good at stealth, but make a stealth roll. Am I? Oh, actually, I'm super crazy good. Wow. Uh, twenty nine. That's a hard success. Okay, so there's quite the crowd gathering in front of Lloyd's store at this point. By the time you return, and uh, you know, filled with lots of, oh my god, and 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 there's also a few people running out with supplies, right? Like there's no. looters. Uh, wow. headed out the side of the shop as well and uh, some tussling and other things are starting to break out at the front of the general store Ooh, okay so what was the let me know how soon till i show up with with honey yeah yaker not too far so uh, you're basically i mean it's early in the morning right still so you're yeah, I, i'm gonna go up and bang on his door yeah you're banging on and uh and then I'll, I'll actually yell for the, the crowd to clear the way. Uh, a friend of uh, Lloyd needs to come through. And ha- the town would know who Harold was. And I think Harold would be a respected citizen, wouldn't he be? Well, he's kind of kooky. Yep. A little, little kooky. But I do provide uh, services for folks. But, you know, I guess it would depend on the person. He's, he's a kindly sort. I don't think anyone would have any malice towards him, right? Yeah, he certainly sure. make, a, make a persuade roll. Me or Quentin? Quentin. Quentin's the one yelling at the crowd. Okay. How about charm? Sure, charm. Ah, so an eloquent speech. Our good friend, uh, Lloyd's good friend, uh, Harold is on the way in. Please part the way. He needs to see his friend. Perhaps he could see him before he passes. Might be a little late for that. <laughs> yeah. As the stink cloud comes rolling <laughs> right. out. The, uh, He's going to have to pet one of the cats if he wants to get close to his friend again. <laughs> one point from a hard success. Okay, yeah. So as you as you go walking up, I mean, you know, they don't part the sea for you, but you're able to kind of uh, nuzzle your way through the through the bodies in the doorway. And I accompany Harold on the way, and I say, 
a little way for a dear friend, a dear friend coming through. And uh, and there's a there's a man with a big lump of tobacco right in his cheek, standing over him and looking at him. And as y'all come up, he looks over at you and he says, Whew, that's why you don't have cats in your house. <laughs> uh, I said, do you do you know how many cats he had? Because that was an awful lot of cats uh, that would have been doing this. Uh, did he just have one or two? Because uh, it would have been odd to have a herd of cats. Well, he had a whole bunch of them. Uh, so I'll go and shoo the cats away and see if uh, anything about them looks familiar. I mean, they're they're pretty aggravated and they don't right. shoo then away I, then I'm gonna, easily. I'm going to fire my pistol into the No, grab a pitchfork and just pitch them the hell out of there. <laughs> Present up cleaning out a horse stall. Yeah. Do we really want our show boycotted by PETA? Right. <clears throat> now I'll, I'll fire my pistol. No animals the... were harmed in the production of this episode. Yep. What's that? Um, I, I'm going to fire my pistol into the floor. Um, you know, where it's clearly not going to hit anything really obviously, you know, just like directly into the floor where there's nothing. Uh, but just, okay. I want to make a big loud noise to scare the cats away. Okay. <clears throat> and, uh, what do you, what do you have with that? Make a, do you have charm or something like that? Um, no, nah, I'm not so good with persuade. the social skills. Um, All right, make a, a yeah, I got no, no persuade and. I'll help okay. him, um, since I'm right there. Oh, I'll uh, I'll help you along, Harold. I mean, whatever. You firearms. Or just, yeah, but... or, yeah, just use your firearms then, okay. and we'll see how effective it is. Okay. It won't be for hitting the right spot. It'll just be for its effectiveness. Yeah, it's an ex- a success. All right, cool. So you uh, you fire off into the floor there, and the cats they hiss at you a couple more times, but then they scurry away from you into the back parts. You can see them kind of sitting on sacks of grain and up on shelves. And Mm -hmm. uh, they're really like, I mean, all of their muzzles are just covered in blood and some of them have like little intestines in their ear. And there's one of them has uh, an eyeball dangling from its. (laughs) And they're, they're sitting on the tops of the feed and they're just, they're licking their paws, the blood off their paws, and they're just staring at you, like waiting for their little meat sandwich to be available again. That's right. I said meat sandwich. There's gonna be yep. one nasty, dirty cat box after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are, you are such there, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that is recognizably Lloyd? Make clothing, a... hair. Yeah, I, I mean. Um, his his face is pretty much all gone, but his hair's there. And Floyd kind of had this really pretty distinguishable flop, distinguishable flop. You heard me? I told you. <laughs> it was kind of this flop of hair that went over the top. Oh, like and a Trumpian thing? Ew, no, it was more just... Bad. No, it's just like... It was, it was quite full, but he always tried to style it a little bit. Okay. And, um, and so you're pretty you're pretty sure that that's him okay um hmm. let me cut over let me cut over to scott yeah, or yocker while you're while you're thinking about what you want to do yep. so yocker door opens and <clears throat> yocker the hell can i help you with this early hey henry sorry to disturb you but <laughs> i think lloyd over at the the store got ate by his cats 
you sound funny. You all right there, Yocker? Yeah, I've had a rough couple of days, man. <laughs> and by the way, as you your walk over there, your arm is sore. No, where you where you <laughs> yeah, had no, your no shed. Yeah, How's where you smell? had your. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I wait. I, did did you say that... Quentin came over? A guy gotten to know was we're inspecting all the mysteries around town, and turns out I guess uh, Lloyd got killed or something, and his cats is eating him. Oh shit! Lloyd's dead. Lloyd's some dead. Bitch. Oh, he ain't my... no some bitch. My God, Yocker, that is that is the best. Western accent you've done yet? Yeah, that is that is such a good one. <laughs> if you feel like sticking in one, that would be. No, good. it's actually it's actually a little too good. It's messing me up because I'm like, oh. oh damn, his is so good. He sounds like more of the lawman than I do. And I was gonna say, Yawker anymore. He's got the gravel a little better. Maybe that could be your next character. Gravely, yeah, once, once, gravely once Jim gets killed off. Um, yeah, it, it'll morph into like a German guy at some point though <laughs> you just won't be able to hold it it'll, it'll yeah, get squeaky it, it, in about 30 ultimately seconds. it'll lift and drift into beagle right i, bet, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. eventually they all become beagle heather toes you get a really good gravelly nasty voice when you drink tab <laughs> all right uh let me put my pistols on and you want to wait for me or do you want me to just meet you over there yeah i'm gonna head on over and see if they need anything you just meet us on over all right Thanks for letting me know. You got it. Hey, uh, Yocker. Yeah. You, uh, you hear anything about a shooting downtown last night? Oh, yeah. My friend Bo got into it with, what's the guy's name? Jason. 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 My friend got it, got into it with Jason. And I think it was that all them crazy attacks last night. He got messed up in the head or something. But uh, I, I helped the doctor. We saved him. Doc says he ain't sure if he's going to make it or not. Well, he better make it. I gave him my blood. <laughs> and he, he's looking you over and he says, it's pretty nasty looking bruise on your arm. Man, it's not a bruise. That goddamn doctor put a needle in me and sucked the blood out, put it into him just to keep him alive. Yocker, God damn, for somebody so smart, you are stupid. You let that doctor put a needle in your arm? I don't know what I was thinking. I just didn't want him to die. All right. This, uh, this Bo, he a friend of yours? Yeah, he's a good guy. Just got, shh. I think he got freaked the hell out with them crazy things attacking the town last night. Yeah, well... Jason was a good guy too. He yeah, don't he pull through. Bo's gonna have to make an accountant for this. Yeah, he's a good man. He'll make an accountant for himself. He never had from nothing. All right. I'll see you over at Lloyd's. See you there. <laughs> All right, back to y'all. Uh, we, we gotta get Phil into this. Who? We don't even know where Phil is. Who? Someone say. Lost... Someone just yell, Phil. Phil, we where lost track of Phil. Oh, you mean Daniel Boone's head? 
right. I'll go off in search of Phil. I'll just, you know, head to you know, wander around town, see if I see him, uh, you know, camping with a little sterno fire next to a building or something. <laughs> Who's well, Bo, stupid? I'll come with you. Oh, no. He also we spent should... some time. He slept in a stable once. Maybe we should check out the stable. Yeah. So should you go over to the stable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you would see uh, you would see Phil. Uh, he looks rough, like he had a rough night. Shirt's undone. He's standing there with his hand against the stable post. And I've got like a little tin of coffee and I'm just taking a sip and I'm swishing it around. I'm spitting it out. I'm taking another swig and I'm drinking that one. And I'm like, ah, Bo, where the hell have you been? Rough well, night. Am I right? Oh, rough man. night. Uh, Florence, you want to tell them and we tell you everything that you, you missed in the last Bill, few what a, What's happening to your face there, friend? What, what are you talking about? You're talking about this thing around my lips? You it's look a little weird. bruised. Yeah, shaded? something something happened. Let's not talk about Stained. it. People keep talking about it. It's it, it, I don't really want to get into it because it doesn't really matter. Some guy with his gun it left a little bruise, maybe some sort of you know metal thing there on my lips. I, 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 Does I it hurt? No, no, it's a little uh, numb at times, but. Uh, Alcohol fixes that up, no problem. So uh, anyway, what was that loud sound just a few minutes ago? It sounded like a gunshot or something? Uh, no, that was last night. Oh, oh no, <laughs> you're talking now. about? Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It came from the from the uh, Lloyd's place. Oh, okay. oh Lloyd is uh, what's dead. Lloyd getting up? To? He's dead. Yep, they found him. Uh, found him with a pile of. They cats found a body. I hope it wasn't Lloyd. Oh yeah, they were going to see if it was Lloyd, yeah. but I don't know. He he owned a bunch of cats. Oh, that's probably Lloyd. Well, it was probably that fucker Pete the Poet. I, uh, Lloyd was doing a little reconnaissance, and uh, I think he was spying on him. And you say I, Lloyd was spying on Pete? Why would he do that? Yeah, he we were a... we were best friends, you see, and. Uh, He's doing it as a favor for me, and uh, he could be a little long-winded, but he was a uh, true, true friend to the end. We were best friends. I don't know if you knew that. I uh, did not. Yeah. So uh, let's go. I can probably tell you if it's his body or not, and uh, we'll have to figure out who's going to foster all of his cats. That's going to be good. <laughs> it was a really short subplot, and... It'd be a great barbecue. Oh, uh, so so presumably we were close to the uh, the site um, as we make our way in. Uh, do I do I recognize this as as, as Lloyd's uh, remains? Well, there's a. I mean, there's still a flock of people crowding the door, and you know, half gawkers and half looters. Oh well, I'll just okay. I'll just yell out. Hey, all you looters, drop your shit, and, I, and I'm going to fire a shot into the air and say, that is Lloyd's property and his supplies, and if I see another one of you scumbags taking another one of his cans of beans, uh, 
we're gonna have some words. Now, sort of. All right. Bill comes in hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. make a make a persuade roll on that fire. Feel the need to talk while y'all roll dice. <laughs> oh, that's a sixty-six. That's uh, not a success. Okay. And everybody just kind of stares at you and keeps carrying shit out. All right. Uh, Oh, that's crazy Phil. Yeah, that's crazy Phil. All right. Ain't going to do nothing to us. uh, Okay. Well, I'll aim at the foot of one of the looters. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, no. (laughs) Obviously, murder is better than looting. I love this. All right. Make a firearm roll on that one. Hope you make it. Uh, I got a one. Nice. I I see Daniel Boone. (laughs) We're just going to have to take your word for it. No, there you go. We we believe you. It's Daniel Boone's nipples. All right. (laughs) Uh, Roll roll for damage and then roll a second time. I'll give you double damage on this one. Oh, gosh. let me see here. On, on the ground? What's no, that? he shot at a person. No, he shot at the ground near someone's feet. No, no, shot no. He at shot, at, shot at a person. What? A person, yeah. I shot somebody. Goes, Who on earth would do that? Florence has stepped away from Philip. Yeah, I, I also am. <laughs> Florence is like, Who did I alive? I'm, I'm slowly <laughs> drifting away. Florence is really hoping Quentin will come back soon. <laughs> starting to look Florence, pretty good Florence is like why do as everybody I meet in this place just kill everybody I, I say Florence I'm going to go check on that feller I shot he's weighing heavy on my conscience uh, okay I'll come with you Bo. that's what I was hoping yeah I was hoping having yeah. someone with me might uh, help out are you having problems adding up your d6s? What's going on over there? No, I, I, well, I thought I have, I thought it's 3d6, then you said to roll it twice. So I think I got 25. Okay. Wow. Fantastic. So you oh shoot and, God. and uh, what kind of caliber are you shooting with? What did you, uh, it was, it was what, what, uh, it's a, it's a powerful time. rifle. Yeah. It's a Winchester yeah. repeating rifle. Yeah. Oh, this is your rifle. Uh, Holy oh, yeah. shit. This is like from 10 feet away. All right. So, yeah, you you hit him with the rifle. And I mean, he's like instantly yocker bait. I mean, he's done for. Um, his, oh, his, head just, his head just kind of pops out the back and explodes <laughs> against the wall. Okay. I went and- for his foot. I don't know what you're doing here. Who's killed the most people? Wait, here? but he rolled a he rolled a one. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that mean he hit the foot? Oh wait, you you were. I never heard you say you aimed for the foot. He aimed yeah. for the foot. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's huh. I gotta he, say though, hit, with a roll like that, he's got one foot an, less. Is there an artery in the in the foot? Nah, big arteries are higher. Well, up. I so if you roll a one, then you get to decide. Are you trying to seriously wound him? Are you trying? What are you trying to do with that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to hit the foot effectively, and you know, a non-lethal shot is what my goal was here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, he then, ain't got no foot no more. 
Yeah, I was about to say it's it's just hanging on by the Achilles tendon. That's all that's there. It's just kind of flapping along like underneath the leg. Um, but and he goes right down. Oh fuck! And and his um uh his whole like arm load of grain and stuff just goes flying, and his buddy next to him a little taken surprised, but then. He pull. He goes to pull out his pistol. Don't you do it! I gave you fair warning. <laughs> Lloyd was my best friend, and you're stealing his property. Get your buddy off the ground and get the hell out of here. And, and he he holsters his pillow. Uh, his pillow. <laughs> he holsters- <laughs> Back up! Back up! Uh, it's the, pillow it's the my pillow. My pillow. Back <laughs> up, or I'll use it. <laughs> I got a pillow. I'm not afraid to use it. Man, all I can think of is that. Uh, I don't know. It's a pillow fight. Okay, I'm these pillows. I got you. <laughs> and if that don't work, I will call you. So help me, God. You oh. heard me wrong. My recognizance was all off. Hold on. Oh. I will come at you. You you know that that's going in pre-episode, right, Michael? Cool talk. Oh my god! I don't even know how to recover. I don't even know how to recover. Do y'all smell toast burning? (laughs) All right. So he holsters his pistol. And uh, and he gently sets his stuff down and he starts walking away and uh, with his hands up in the air. And uh, you say anything else to him? Uh, is there a pile of gauze or, or cotton or something, you know, something there in the store with an easy reach? Well, you're not even you're outside the store. No. Uh, all right. Well, I open my medicine bag. And I toss in like a bundle of gauze. And I say, is hey, it I used think- or is it clean? It's clean. Uh, and I, I toss it to him. I say, this is for your friend. I said, uh, bring him by the stables. And I'll, I'll, uh, if you wait a second, I'll bandage him up. Okay. And, uh, and you feel, uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder. And uh, heavy hand of the law. Heavy hand, and he says, "Well, I would have been there by now because I was ahead of him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be there too, Yocker, as uh, as Phil's walking up and and shoots, and uh, he says, "He says that's mighty fine service of the law, son." He said, uh, "Why don't you put your rifle down, and I'll take it from here, though." Ah, uh, thank you, Sheriff. Thank you, Sheriff. If you don't mind, uh, appreciate your help here. I'll go bandage him up. I uh, I uh. I, I, I don't need a, him bleeding out and giving Yaka more work. And so I'll go over and, and work to bandage the guy's stumpy foot. Okay. He's, he ain't going to be dancing anytime soon. Yeah. Who's next? We're all staring at each other. I was just letting that silence go. I was really curious how long that was going to last. I almost said something. No, I'm just going to let it sit. (laughs) Yeah, I think silence on a podcast is probably not a great thing. So I'll just keep talking until somebody decides they want to do something. 
Well, here I go, bandaging your foot up because no one's doing nothing. I just have everybody watching me bandage this little foot up. I'm still looking at, at Lloyd, making sure it's actually him. I, I want to double check his clothes, his height, um, his yeah. build. And I'm going on inside to help out. Hey, shouldn't Phil do a medical? Uh, shouldn't he do a medical role? Hey, I don't know. Sorry. I see. I see hundred. I just did. I got a twenty-one, and my heart is a thirty-five. Oh. So. Okay. Um, you you're able to stop the bleeding. I'm guessing you probably just take a pair of scissors and go ahead and snip that Achilles tendon, right? Uh, it depends, because if you. If you pull it out and give it a little stretch and you wrap it around, you can give him a little bit of a pogo stick leg. So there you go. I, I don't understand what just happened. What do you mean pull it out and and wrap it around? You got to give it a little tension. Oh. Like a bungee. Okay. Yeah, like a bungee cord. I'll call him Hoppy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, with your hard success, you stop the bleeding. And you saved okay. his dancing career. Uh, he was our best square dancer. Uh, Harold, you can make a spot hidden roll. Ah. Oh, those are always great for me. <laughs> He's going to blow up the store right here. I'm going to get gonna, eaten like, by Back cats. up into a stick of dynamite. Ah. And no, I'm going to get eaten by those knock cats. Knock the whole damn thing. <clears throat> I don't, oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, this is no hilarious. Way. So... You know how last time we did that little boon thing where um, people got to increase one skill, mm-hmm. and I rode really rolled really horribly on yeah. uh, my ability to to increase that skill, so I increased it from a fifty to a fifty one, mm-hmm. and you I rolled did, a fifty two. I rolled a fifty two. <laughs> hey, burn some luck. Yeah, burn that luck. You know what? I am gonna burn a luck to finally. Fucking make a spot hidden roll. It's the first one I've made the whole twelve fucking episodes. I've never made a single spot hidden roll. This is the first one I had to burn luck to do it. And it's just to find out that my friend's dead. At least you didn't anger a bunch of gophers. That's true. All right, um, I'm down one luck. Yes, you could have. You could try pushing it. Yes, you're. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's great. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> uh you yes i mean you're just you're all but positive right same height same clothes same hair there's just no facial features but even the shoes all right so i'm gonna go um i I say hey quentin can you uh keep these cats off of uh, off of poor lloyd here i'm gonna uh, go get yocker so that he can properly take take care of lloyd it would be uh, my pleasure, my pleasure to help a, help you help a friend. Absolutely, I'm actually I'm walking in at this point okay. uh, now that Phil's done dispersing the crowd. Okay, hey uh, uh, Yocker, this is this is definitely Lloyd, and he's not looking so good. And them cats really just want to keep gnawing on him. Could you maybe uh, take care of him properly for me, please? Yeah, I got uh, I got Henry Stone. He's on his way in. Well, uh, Henry's yeah, Henry's walking in with you, helping you get the people out of there. So, yeah. And so, uh, Lloyd's gonna step outside, or sorry, Harold's gonna step outside. Let's let Henry all take right. a look, and then I'll bring him over to Seraphim Falls. Wait, what's all this blood out here in the street? Okay. <laughs> you ask Bill. Got a little trigger happy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I was avoiding these uh, shaplifters. Uh, I can't, can't uh, do that to uh, Lloyd's memory. 
Did was Lloyd? Uh, actually, I ask. I was uh, was Lloyd uh, uh, married? Did he have family? We need to uh, we need to inform the people who are next of kin. Henry looks at you and he says, "And uh, who are you, Mister?" I'm a, a friend of a friend here with uh, Mr. Harold coming in, uh, just helping a situation here. My name's Quentin Berry uh, from the East Coast. New to town. Pleasure to meet you, my friend. Always good to meet what? a man keeping a place uh, straight and orderly. Welcome to town, Quentin. I, I, um, as far as I know, Lloyd ain't never had nobody come to visit him. And ain't never seen nobody leaving anywhere with him. Did he live right upstairs here? I actually'm not sure if he did. That yep, was, that was my recollection. Oh, okay. So he he lived in the building. Um, do you mind if uh, we take a quick look uh, upstairs? If you want to come with me, I, I the, the situation. I arrived here very early this morning, and he was completely swamped with his own cats. Uh, that's uh, curiously unnatural in a way. Um, I have a strange feeling there could be other. Other evidence upstairs, or I don't know. I just got an odd, an odd feeling. Uh, would you, would you accompany me? And uh, before you do that, I'm wondering: do we see any wounds on him? Any bullet holes, or anything that would indicate what's killed him? Oh, besides shoe marks. Would you, would you like to make a medical examination of the body, Yocker? Oh, I, I know nothing about medical stuff. I, I'd have to have someone who's more, more skilled in that area. Maybe forget. Maybe Phil could come in. Actually, I could do that. I got a fantastic first aid. I was oh, in, perfect. I was in the war, or Quentin. Yeah, and that'd be a, uh, I'd be an honor to help you, uh, my friend Yawker. I take a, a a look see over the body. Uh, would a first aid roll do? That'll do. Or medical, either one. Seventy nine. I needed a seventy five. <laughs> so not not good enough. I mean, all, all that you can really see, there doesn't appear to be anything unnatural like bullet wounds or anything like that there's just i mean a lot of missing meat at this point and a lot of bloody cats around mm. like i said uh, there's been some strange going ons in the in the vicinity recently and i, I tell the uh, uh the sheriff and i said uh if we could take a take a quick look upstairs there's some very odd things with those creatures descending upon this town my friends were telling me about that and uh, and other aspects going on and I'm gonna, so I'm gonna just say, Henry, uh, do you think it'd be fine if I if I take the body to Seraphim Falls now? Uh, I do believe that that's a question for me at the moment, and I'd prefer if all of y'all just hang around the body and keep any of these dead, burned cats off of him. I'll accompany Mister Quentin upstairs, and I'll decide when we move this body out of here. Do, uh, do you mind if I tag along? You know, Lloyd was like a brother to me. Uh, he didn't have any kin, more of kittens, but uh, we were pretty much best friends. As, uh, and I think I know he, what what he knows. He, he he knows you, Phil. He knows you're a mountain man. Yeah, Phil, make I, a persuade roll on the sheriff to see what he thinks of your line of bullshit. We bullshit. We were legitimately best friends. We said it. We said it. Oh, got my ninety. My ninety. <laughs> I used to send messages from the mountains back and forth. Oh, man. Phil, I think you've done enough in service of this man. I wouldn't want that rifle accidentally going off in close quarters. Why don't you stay maybe outside with the rest of the folks? I mean, I'm happy to do that, uh, sir. But uh, 
How about if I examine? I'm not the body? asking, Phil. You know, I'm a doctor. I'm not asking. I'll go outside. Thank you. Is, right. is Florence outside? Florence and Bo went to check on Jason. Ah, okay. Oh, y'all did? I yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, we no. backed away when Phil pulled his gun and then had a little side. Yeah, I had line. a sleepless night worried about uh, how he's doing. Okay. Let's. Uh... I'm just, I'm inside with a broom. Whenever a cat comes by, I'm whacking it away gently. All right, let's cut over to Florence and Bo uh, over at Red's Health Emporium. And what time of the day is it now? 6 a.m.? Yeah, I would yeah. say probably in the early vicinity, right? Maybe around 7. By the time okay. like all, all this is going on, and we'll, okay. we'll say it's been, in, been a little bit. Yeah, 7. Well, there's no way around it. We're going to be waking Red up. Bang on the door. (laughs) Whether we wake him up or not, the feller's either going to be alive or dead. Um, Do you want on Florence? I don't want to seem too cowardly, but uh, can you take charge of this? I just, uh, if he's dead, I don't know I'll be able to face it, nor myself. No problem. I'll I'll sort of just stay in the background while you uh, check things out. Yeah, I'll just check on the situation. Don't worry. All right. And as you get to Red's Health Emporium, uh, you push on the door and it's not budging at all. Uh-oh. Oh, I mean, Red? I meant to knock. Oh, okay. Well, you knock and there's no real answer. You can make a listen roll. Okay. If you hear cats run away. I mean, if there's no answer, I will try to bang more loudly and rudely because uh, I'm just realizing I know I'm going to be waking the drunken doctor. I Wait, matching is making? Yeah. I made it. You hear some really loud snoring coming uh, from right on the other side of the door. He done passed out drunk on the block in the door. Well, it does seem that way. I'm just, just going to try I'll, to open it. Yeah, I'll help you. Give him just nice, slow, see if we can push him across the floor just enough to get inside. Okay. Make a uh, make a strength roll. Do we both make it or do one of us make it with advantage? You can make it with advantage. Okay. I think Go my strength it, is uh, pretty good. Oh, I closed my character sheet. Let me open that up again. Do, 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 do. Character sheet. Why did I close my character sheet? I had. Oh, yeah, I have a good strength. Okay. I what you're saying as you tried to open it. That was nice. Uh, yep, that's a hard success. Like I say, I was right. do, I'm not slamming it open. I'm doing it gently so that I can just sort we'll of push them, push them along the floor. Yeah. Sure. So as you. As you open the door and push, um, he he kind of flops over and you hear a bottle hit the floor and go rolling off, you know, kind of across the wood floorboards and you keep pushing and his his legs just kind of roll out and you're, I mean, He's immediately drunk. hit with like this smell of whiskey and shit and piss and oh, blood. Oh god. 
this don't bode well if he's in this condition he can't have been taking care of that poor poor feller well let's check on him yocker said they completed the procedure maybe he just maybe he's sleeping it off okay i mean well. jason and so, so laying on the wooden table in the middle of the room is jason and I, I mean there's just it's a bloody fucking mess everywhere right dripping off the edge it, it it's coagulated and kind of dried in those spots but uh his they, they never even really took his shirt off they just kind of ripped it open and it's laying there on the sides and it's pretty soaked and heavy and uh, are you walking in Bo? Yeah, now that I know the doc is unconscious, I'm going to walk in. Okay, why don't you make a pal roll? Okay. Uh, 18, that's got to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you've seen enough bad shit in your life that uh, though you're, you hate to see him like this, it's not, it's not sending you off down any paths today. Uh, his his chest cavity is pretty torn up though and uh you've seen enough dead bodies in your life mm -hmm. you're pretty sure he's he's done well i'm just gonna go over and check his breath and make certain that he's dead yeah and grab a little mirror put the mirror in front of uh, I was thinking the same his thing. mouth see if there's yeah. any mist Nothing's nothing's fogging up, and uh, as do you touch him? Yeah, yeah. As you touch him, he's, cold. He's pretty cold. Oh, uh, Florence, he didn't make it. Uh, do you happen to know where his uh, his wife I'm lives? Nutcracker. I remember his wife was hollering after I shot him. I'm sure Florence knows. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, you do me a favor, and I take that pouch full of little gold pieces. I say, uh, will you give this to uh, his poor wife? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go have a conversation with the sheriff. That's a heavy pouch. Yeah, make sure, make sure she gets that, <laughs> that their heavy pouch. Sure, I will. Oh, oh my goodness. What, do you know what you're going to say to Sheriff Henry? Uh, I'm just going to speak the truth that I thought you were a you know, I thought he were a villainous man. I thought for sure he was the guy that uh, near killed me. And I don't know what state of mind I was in, but, uh, you know, he turned out not to be. And now I got to pay whatever price I have to pay. Well, if it helps at all, I'll speak to your character. The sheriff knows me. Okay. Uh, I may end up in lockup, so I would appreciate any good words you could uh, put in in my defense and then uh, i go off uh, looking for the sheriff i don't know that he's there so i'm gonna be looking okay. for the uh sheriff's office okay you wouldn't even yeah oh okay that makes sense i'd have florence point me in the direction of yeah. where the sheriff's office is mm -hmm. okay well and that's, oh, you that's me. me you would have heard me tell you that i was bringing the sheriff to Oh, that's true. To Lloyd's. Well, I thought we already were at the place before you came before over. Before we went, when when you guys started heading to Lloyd's, I told you I was going to go get the sheriff and bring him to Lloyd's. 
Yeah, he left so Potter's you, Place you and, with that intent. Yeah, you and Florence would have heard me say that. Okay. Yeah. So let's head together back to Lloyd's. Okay. Uh, who is downstairs at Lloyd's? Did the sheriff go upstairs or is he yep. still Sheriff's there? upstairs. Yeah. Yaker has a broom. I'm downstairs with a broom sweeping and away Quentin's the Quentin's downstairs too? Quentin's upstairs. Oh, Quentin's upstairs. Uh, Phil is outside the building. Mm. All right. Um, I, I'm going to go inside. Um, and I want to see if I can. I, I'm curious about those cats. Harold wants to know if. <laughs> Those cats have little black boxes in their heads. I was thinking that. Ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was exactly what I was thinking. Okay, so what are you gonna do? Uh, so I'm gonna go in and, and look at them and okay. see if I can see, you know, like what, if there's a particularly skinny one. I want to see if there's any like um, formations at the, you know, at the base of their skull or um, around their neck area that that would be about the size and shape of that box. Anything that doesn't look normal. Um, okay. I'm sort of looking at them. My thought is we might have to capture one and do an actual examination. Hey, Harold, don't... by examination, he means dissection. Yes. I was on the same track. That's why I was, you know, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess... Uh, what what do you got that would help you with this observation there? Um, well, you know, there's always my uh, my amazing spot hidden. Um, <laughs> I was trying not to make you roll that again. <laughs> but I I think that's that's gonna be about it. All right, yeah, spot hidden. That's the most important it, uh, skill in the game. Give it your best spot. His isn't that bad. It's actually pretty good. Right? It's more his yeah. dice roll. Like better than oh half. Fucking God. It's an 87. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I think you just need glasses. <laughs> that might be. Harold hasn't invented some special shades yet. Yeah, I think he's going to go back to his house Her and come up with some really cool goggles. Harold's a acute observation in the moment lenses yes uh you you keep trying to it kind of makes sense though honestly your role yeah. as you yeah, every cat you try and get close to uh they hiss and then they run and they find a new perch point to kind of get up there and lick their bloody paws and mm -hmm. uh, yeah they're they're not they're not amicable to be in touched all right um Harold is going to run back to his house and try to whip up a cat trap. Um, you know, something with some oh. food in it. Um, and, uh, you know, I I'm envisioning the, the sort of live trap that you would like catch a raccoon in, like the, the wire cage yeah, thing. Have a heart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All so right. Let's, let's do this. Uh, let's take a quick break for, let's call it like seven minutes. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you think about what that trap looks like and we'll roll on it when we get back. Okay. Sounds good. We'll All take right. a break. We'll be back in five. Okay. We're back from a break. Michael, take it away. Uh, I wasn't ready. <laughs> you were Where the are one we? who said we should start again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Oh, we're going back to, you're the one who's supposed to start. We're in your little workshop. 
Oh right, yeah. So I'm gonna um, I, I'm gonna try and make a cat trap. Uh, I'm gonna try and catch one of these cats, and then humanely, um, and uh, you know, without any big fanfare, um, twist its neck. Yeah. <laughs> Roll to see if you break your fingers. Just, just pet it softly at first, and then incrementally harder and harder. <laughs> so it oh, sort of wow. sneaks up on him. So I George it. Yeah. Um, so do I get to do a mechanical repair when I make my uh, my trap? Yep. Here is comes that, that 99. That is my best skill, and this is the first time that I've used it. So, yeah, 99 has got to be it. You've used mechanical repair before. You have just I? lost the tip of your finger. No. Yeah. No, that must have been something else. Um, I mean, I've got a 95 with mechanical repair. Oh. Um, yeah, you, uh, so you that's a spot, success. Spot hidden is how you lost right. your finger. That's right. Yeah, it's all spot okay. hidden where I've done horrible things. All right, well, you take the narrative. Tell us what kind of trap you rig up for the kitty cats. Yeah, so I think I would make something that, that looks very similar to what we would see in um, that live trap that's uh, it's like you know fencing almost, but uh, like sort of a wire trap. I guess it would probably be more like, um, like the fishing one where it's more like a tube where they come in one side but then can't get out because it's sort of cone-shaped on each end. Um, but make it sort of bigger than the fish ones. And then there's some food in the middle where they get in, but then they can't turn around and get back out. And maybe it's got a, it's got some sort of a device that then closes it completely after they get in. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll, you know, make that as quickly as I can. And then, uh, why, what, what did I do that? So some sort of innuendo and, <laughs> In what I said, because a few of you are smiling and trying no, not to it, giggle. No, it was uh, in the chat. Okay. Ah. Uh, so then I will bring, you know, whenever it's done, I'll bring it over and uh, you know, leave it there. Put some, like I said, put some fish in there or something. Um, try and capture one of the cats. Fish? Okay. All right. And... Or a piece of Lloyd, maybe. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, Lloyd loved being useful. <laughs> he did. He did. All right. So you head back over with the trap, and in the time it takes him to make it, which would be significant, uh, Quentin, you and Henry are upstairs uh, above it. Y'all can hear them kind of shuffling and stomping around. It's pretty, pretty sparse. I mean, you've got a bed. You've got a bookshelf with uh nothing nothing out of the ordinary there just some works of fiction mm. and i mean lloyd was pretty much ran the general store okay. pretty, yeah i was just looking uh quentin well i don't say it's it, so, so quentin is looking for anything that's um extremely out of the ordinary as you know much like the house we were at out in the uh the suburbs there um okay it's sparse but i i should also say it's sparse but it's not tidy there's cat hair everywhere it reeks of urine mm, okay and uh you know places where cats have coughed up hairballs and they've just been left behind mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty gross actually but it's just sparse um and I look around and I said, uh, I say to the sheriff, I, Sheriff Henry, I, I, what would you look in, look for in this situation like this? Uh, 
a man done in and eaten by his own cats. Uh, do you suspect anything? Or perhaps it was uh, something medical and it was just his time to go. I'm, I'm looking around and I, I don't see anything out of the ordinary, do you? So I ask him if he sees anything as well. Out of the ordinary? This whole damn town's out of the ordinary. We got people done got their asses abducted by flying beasts of Satan last night. And, well, I do tell him, I said, there's a, and there's some curiosities going outside of town at, um, what was the fellow's name who got done in, that where the monster was, where we were? Got done in, Gerald Morrison. Gerald. I said, I, I, we were at a Gerald's place. Uh, um, Why would you say that? You, you went to such great lengths to hide the fact that you were out there. I oh, Jesus. <laughs> what the hell's Gerald up to? The uh, wheels are coming off. Now he said, Gerald's up to some curious, curious activities out there. I was, I have, I don't. Including bleeding all over the floor. Oh, uh, but uh, oh, I'm going to have to kill the sheriff. I, I think it's all connected to the, to the mine you have in town and some of the strange, uh, strange goings on there with, um, well, I look at the, I look the sheriff uh, right in the eye and I said, with those families that just don't seem to be around. And he looks back at you and he says, son, just tell me what you're implying. Shoot straight. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you that there's some nefarious activities uh, coming from that mine, which I think are corrupting this town. You could feel it as coming off the train just a couple of days ago. It seems like 12 weeks, but I've been only here for two days. Um, and uh, there was a, a showdown in town with a fellow who definitely wasn't playing fair. Um, lives above upstairs in uh, Body Bills, I do believe. Uh-huh. Well, I tell you what, son. You mm -hmm. just help yourself on down to that mine. And when you find out every little piece of evidence that you can about what's going on, you just bring it on back to me. Well, what I'm asking is what you're doing. Did you just get what deputized? I'm doing? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep the local folk from getting themselves abducted by flying beasts, shot in the streets by hallucinating shotgun toting visitors. Well, trying to keep some peace around here. I agree. And so I suggest uh, you need some help. Uh, I would be glad to hop on board. Uh, a little bit of reconnaissance. I'll give you some any information I could find. Uh, that would be a huge help. So this town seems to be coming apart at the seams, and any sheriff wouldn't want that to happen and have that on their future record. I'd love to help you keep it together. And... Uh... What do you need in from me in exchange? Uh, from you, a simple uh, a simple word of that uh, that I am in fact uh, working with you and a deputy badge. You want a deputy badge? I do. In this dangerous town, I've seen what's going on. The people being shot left and right, uh, people torn apart by their cats. Uh, you're overwhelmed. I would love to help and. Uh, yeah, I heard that part. You really, you're, you're dumb enough to want a deputy badge is what you're telling me. I am, indeed. And uh, make a charm roll. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> 66, and I got a 70. 
No, 66 is, is under. I got it. Sorry. Yeah. Is, uh, well, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. If you want a badge, you stop by. I'll put a piece of tin on your chest, but you should know mm-hmm. that piece of tin ain't nothing but a marker. That's all I need. Because I appreciate it, Sheriff Henry. It'll be, I'll be glad to work with you and for you. And if there's anything you need, you just let me know, and I'll do my best to find out. All right. Now, let it be so. Well, this, it seems to be uh, uneventful up here. So let's go back downstairs. We have some work to do. I was just about to say, our first order of action is to leave this piss-smelling swine pit. So I go downstairs, and the first thing we do is these unfortunate cats uh, who have eaten a person, um, this is just not going to do. So I, I, uh, I grab a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just walks through and uh, pulls a bandana up over his nose, and he looks at you and he says, Deputy Quentin, congratulations. You got your first scene. And he just walks out of the store and heads into the street. All right. I try to shoo the cats into uh, using the pitchfork, you know, poking them, not killing any of them quite yet, into the corner and trying to shoo them into a corner. Is there a closet or something? Um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of... Uh, there's no real closet to mm-hmm. speak of because it's just shelves and, and barrels and things like that. But uh, there's probably several creative ways to think about the space that if you wanted to try and trap them yep uh, i just want to shuffle a bunch of them into an area and uh, if they start fighting back they get a little poke um and then after doing that i go behind the counter because any good storekeeper is going to keep a uh, a weapon or two back there okay and yeah there's a there's a short little sawed off shotgun uh double barrel underneath the counter Okay, I take that with the appropriate ammunition and uh, declare it uh, property of the town now that I'm a deputy. (laughs) Along with more dynamite. Okay, and- Uh, I'll I'll yell in, uh, hey, uh, Quentin, uh, is it all right if I come in there? I wanna take a look at uh, Lloyd's body. There's not much to look at, my friend, but come in. And you can call me Deputy Barry from now on. All right, Quentin. So I'll take a look at the uh, body and uh, do a medicine check. Uh, All right. Uh, 17. That's a, that's a hard success. Okay. There's... It could have possibly been, you know, cardiac arrest or something like that that would have initially taken him out. But the only evidence that you can see... Well, 17. 17's probably hard, huh? No, it is. It's a hard success. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. I'm actually three points away from an extreme success. So I'm happy to burn that luck if it might make a difference. Sure, burn, burn, that, burn, that, burn that luck. I yeah, love it when you burn a little luck. Go oh, for it, Phil. There might be something supernatural. But he's, he's taunting me to burn it, and it's not going to be good. It's because he right. doesn't want you to burn it. Uh, it's reverse psychology. Right. I will burn three luck. Mm. 
extreme success. Well, in that case, uh, you start to look around and you're not only kind of examining the body, but you're examining the space around you. And you ask Yaker, you say, Yaker, where did you get that broom? And Yaker replies that I got it out of his hands. <laughs> and um, and you you start to you start to look at the the broom and the the bristles are broken and shredded in ways that looks like it was uh, used as possibly a weapon. And as you look around kind of the area, stuff is knocked off. Like you're starting to see where stuff was knocked off and it was possibly due to looters, but the, from where uh, Lloyd went down, there's definitely a circle of items that are knocked over away from the body. Like he was in a circle spinning around trying to keep something off of him. And when you examine the body, you start to realize that uh, there was definitely a struggle. And he was trying to, um, it looks like he went down trying to maybe fend off these cats. And with your, with your mm. extra extreme success, you start to look at this one cat that's limping kind of funny. And you piece together where it might have been thrown against a wall. There's like a little Ooh. kind of bloody splotch um, and a spray of blood where it looks like he probably tossed this cat off of him and it went hitting against the wall. So you're pretty sure at this point that Lloyd was attacked, mauled, and eaten by his cats. Well, that was worth the... Uh... The luck burn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, Deputy, uh, excuse me, Quentin. So uh, uh, I got to tell you, I'm looking over this body, and uh, you know, at first glance, I think a simple medical mind would just assume this was uh, cardiac <laughs> arrest. But uh, you know, you're dealing with old Phil Donahue. I don't know if you know, I was trained out east. But uh, this uh, this uh, this man was uh, attacked, mauled. Yeah, it looks like he got himself into fist of cats and uh, threw yeah. a couple. Uh, That's one, my one favorite. Over... My favorite Disney movie. Through what, right? Through through one, uh, right there against the wall. I don't. You see that impression? A little bit of blood splatter there, and I'll uh, go up to it and examine it. And uh, very like Sherlock Holmes way, I go. And this is where he got away. And I'll see if I can trace. <laughs> where the blood went and where which cat is the limping cat hmm. um i said interesting so i go back over to the cats and i look at the cats and i see if there's anything unnatural about the ground about the cats any markings or anything uh curiosities like in their eyes anything a little bit different are their eyes any other eyes similar to because i did see the animals underneath gerald's house are there any similarities of these cats to those animals? Make a spot hidden. This would require an extreme success. Uh, I got a normal success. Okay. Uh, a 
and and you're trying to think back to that basement and you're you're kind of flooded with all sorts of other visions absolutely that that interfere with your ability to remember uh looking at these cats eyes you're, you're trying to think about cats that you've maybe seen in your life and and compare if there's anything different and uh, they just seem extra agitated to you okay had you been in lloyd's before um i don't think i have actually okay yeah so that yes i have been. so do i have the sense that or i'll even ask you know would it be helpful if we caught one of the cats uh harold's on his way back we'll let harold come on back with the trap at this point okay Okay, right. I, I, I so, made a little trap to catch one of these one of these here cats and see if we can figure out if they got one of them wacky boxes in their heads. Uh, right, let me know if you need any help getting it set up. Harold, you 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 have a kind heart. If we can't catch one in there, we'll definitely get one. And so uh, bring them back. Bring your box back here. We have a a bunch of the cats corralled in. It should make it a lot easier for you to snag one. Okay, I will go and place it in the room. And and what's uh, the bait? Yeah, what's the bait? Well, I think it, it'd probably be some some sort of fishy kind of thing. Are you kidding? There's one answer to this. It, well, a piece of Lloyd. Yes. <laughs> well, that, I mean that was one of the options. That feels a little a little bad to to Harold. You think it would be in poor taste? I think it might be a little poor taste. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Actually, the cats think it's an excellent taste. <laughs> Oh, oh. Phil, are you, are you arguing that you should put a piece actually, of the trap? Actually, I, I want to inter interject at this point, uh, uh, Harold. Um, I actually oddly agree with uh, Phil that we should use a piece of Lloyd. It's it's macabre, it's dark, but if the cats don't go for it, then we know that something sinister was forcing them to attack and eat him. At this point. <laughs> They have a uh, natural mindset. They might not want to eat the meat that is placed there of Lloyd. Well, you have a high opinion of cats. And I, I suppose uh, it would weed out any cats who weren't um, particularly vicious. Maybe there are some of them here who didn't partake in, in the eating of, of Lloyd. Uh, there you go. I was going to say, and that would be the ones if there is a curious box that we saw at Gerald's in one of these creatures. Uh, and it's uh, controlling it, I don't think it would uh, miss a beat in going to devour a piece of Lloyd. All right. Are, are there pieces of Lloyd uh, laying around? <laughs> I think it's more than... Oh, yeah, go right to the source. Oh, there is Lloyd still here? I thought Yaka yeah. was away. Yeah, Lloyd's no. still here. No, oh. the sheriff asked me to hold off and taking him away. So, um, now that the sheriff's the sheriff gone, I was about to... I was about to get him over to Seraphim Falls right. so we can get him in turn. Well, is there a piece that's already detached from Lloyd? <laughs> Let's see how lucky you are. Oh, dear. Why is it me who's going this Florence, we'll cut over to you in just a second, too. A nice kidney. Oh, holy shit, I actually rolled well. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a success. <laughs> yeah, so what what part of the body would you like laying I, I on the would, floor i would prefer it to be an unidentifiable part <laughs> i think that would be I was easier thinking, for harold 
because I was thinking the tongue would be pretty good. Like, you know, like one of them got shooed off and dropped the, the part of the tongue just on the floor. I don't know if I'd call that good. Um, but, it, you know, if that's your preference, if that is the one easily accessible part, uh, then yes, I, I will. I will grab that and um, put it in. I say, receptacle. You seem to be uh, put off by this whole concept. I will be uh, gladly, gladly to step in. I know it was your friend, so I will uh, be the one who to put the bait in if it's uh, not making you feel correct. No, it's it's for science. Oh, I, I was I, waiting I, for I one of Bill's this. puns about a cat having a tongue. Come on, Bill. <laughs> Was it too easy? Yeah. Too easy. Uh, so, you know, a little bit of, of Lloyd tongue will go in the um, in the bait receptacle. Oh, gosh. In the uh, feline containment unit. <laughs> okay. And research vessel. Okay. And then you're going to, I assume you just put it over by the cats. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You know, just put it somewhere sort of, uh, you know, in an open, in an open sort of space and away from us where, where they're less intimidated. That okay. gives Yaka room to, to take poor Lloyd out. Okay. Right. Um, uh, should we cut over to Florence for a second? Mm-hmm. I just want to mention to Harold that once you do catch a cat, um, I suggest to besides looking for the box inside of it before doing that, uh, do a test on it to put some uh, the lamava nearby and see how the cat reacts to the material and how the material reacts to the cat. They may be uh, connected somehow. Okay, this is once we've got a cat in the in the containment device, is what you're saying. Oh, we'll get a cat. Yeah. Okay. At this point, I'm thinking. I was going <laughs> to, I'm just going to step to the side. It's a general store. And I say, Harold, I have a, a more primitive idea. And I dump over some brooms and take a barrel. And you flip over the barrel and you put it over a cat. Okay, good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> but to kill a cat with a barrel. No, you flip it over. So you're. you're so he's running around with a heavy barrel. Well, we're trying to put it well, over the like top. Eighty pound wooden barrel. Stayed still for you to put a barrel on top of. A general store would have all types of playing. Was it three cat Monty? <laughs> this might be one of those issues that. Sure. So, are you going to try and put a barrel over a cat, Quentin? Yeah, a small barrel. Okay. To help make out. a dex. Make a dex roll. Ooh, eighty-seven. I missed it. <laughs> Yes. Like I said, it's very bulky and the cat's very quick. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. Um, if we catch one, we can use ether, ether uh, to knock it out. Great idea, actually. So you're going to use ethyl? <laughs> I think as long as ethyl has ether. I think you can use cats for blood transfusions, too. Yeah, I hear that works well. We could replace some of Yakker's blood with feline blood. Or milk. My arm doesn't feel too good. Mad carnivorous cat blood. What could go wrong? All right, Florence, what are you doing? Well, Florence and Bo were both heading back to the shop store. I'm sorry. You sprung a leak. I did, I did a little bit. Um, 
Florence just because she'd still like to know what's going on and Bo because he's looking for the sheriff. Have uh, the crowds dispersed at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, between Phil shooting the guy and the sheriff getting there and uh, they've kind of shooed everybody off. So really, it's just your crew at the crime scene now. So I walk in, I see Quentin running around with a barrel. <laughs> yep. Harold messing with a cage. He's got, he's got a tongue in his Phillips hand, probably. bloody again. And Yocker's, <laughs> Yocker's, I mean, Yocker's from the, examining the body. with a broom. And, uh, yeah. Okay. That's exactly what you walk into. It's like a Marx Brothers movie. Does anyone look calm? Does anyone look uh, uh Phil was lucid? Phil was uh doing a great examination of the scene. So he's keyed in Sherlock Holmes like on the environment. So yeah. Okay. Shouldn't have said bloody. You probably didn't didn't get too bloody examining. <laughs> no, not too bloody this time. Okay. Well, he might have patching up the guy's foot that he shot off, but yeah. that's, oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. Harold's pretty calm. Okay. Well, taking in the scene. Florence is going to approach Phil and just say, uh, what's been happening here? Well, uh, you see here, Florence, and I lift up the monocle I now have, uh, <laughs> and I go, uh, uh, Lloyd here, uh, he, uh, he, he ran afoul of some felines. I do uh, see that. Yeah, it looks here. Uh, to the untrained eye, as if he died of natural causes, when he died of very unnatural causes, matter of fact, uh, he died of uh, uh, an acute case of cat overload. And uh, they uh, mawed and chewed him to death, and he was in a vicious battle. Uh, he tossed one against the wall. There's a little cat outline with the tail and the pointy ears uh, and a little bit of blood. And uh, that's Limpy, the one uh, he tossed. Who's over there uh, that they're trying to catch, catch right now. Uh, and they proceeded to eat and devour him. That, uh, that is the, disturbing. That's the case of old Lloyd. Did you know that Harold and Quentin and I were also attacked by some strangely violent animals? No. They were go gophers. Were they gophers? Yeah, I don't know if they were gophers. You're telling me. I don't know why you're yeah. asking me questions. I'm not. I don't know why I'm asking you. I guess I, I've tried to block it out. Well, you know that the entire town was attacked by these uh, nefarious, gigantic bat creatures, right? I guess I did hear that. Hmm. What's, what's all this? Is it all tied to this lamava? These animals all seem abnormal. It's all tied to these caves. I don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, I'm really well, just having a, a metaphysical discussion <laughs> with you, Florence. I don't need you to discuss out the entire plot of the okay. uh, entire, you know, uh, Re recap here. the whole. Yeah. I'm just yeah, realizing yeah. in retrospect that I wish we could have spent a little more time with the animals in the basement. I wish Gerald's. we could have all spent more time together, but we don't do that in this group. Yeah, because well, I no. would be very interested in knowing if those animals were as 
crazy and ir irrational as uh well uh, i think we could safely go back to uh, you guys can safely go back to his house because no one will go out there for weeks what reason would they have to go out there it's not like someone told them there was yeah. a big mix-up out there or, you know exactly because that would really be a, a a poor move to you know, tip off the sheriff that that some yeah. pinky might have gone on out there. So uh, yeah, I think we're all perfectly. Uh, I was going to say we're head back there. I'm the deputy, so I'm going to go investigate. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's an excellent. Quentin, uh, you are what? Please oh. note that he is a deputy with a <laughs> with a bunch of dynamite strapped to his chest. <laughs> at this point, so I don't think really, I don't think anyone's house is surviving this encounter with Quentin. <laughs> I'm I'm working uh, under the uh, under the jurisdiction of uh, Sheriff Henry, and helping him out figure this out. So he's not going to be going out to Gerald's anytime soon. We are. Well, I guess that is quite a relief. In all honesty, I'll make sure I give him the correct report of what happened. Oh dear. Uh, and I'm I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go over to Bo and say. Uh, uh, hey, Bo, maybe we can ask Quentin to inspect uh, or to, to maybe help out with what happened with you. Um, how's, what's his, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. What's the guy's name? John? Jason. Jason, Jason. Dudley Jason. has passed. It? Yeah, we just come from there. He's, uh, he did no. not make it. Think I can get my blood back? Is it, did you uh, have a shootout with him? I thought he was armed. But uh, no, when uh, the dust settled, he didn't uh, have a weapon on. Did you have a bit of a shootout with him? Yes, that, uh, that is what happened, yeah. It uh, happens, in, a lot of people have too much alcohol, come out, of, uh, come out of that saloon, and their pistols or rifles are wagging all over the place, and any uh, honest man like you, Bo, can... Uh... Well, that's the thing, Quentin, I am an honest man, and I can't. Stand. His wife was there. I can't stand up against his wife and claim this feller was gunning for me. I just can't do that in good conscience. So and I said, well, uh, I said, the thing you got to keep uh, being honest about here, Bo, is you read that book. And just like it's happened to others of us, your mm -hmm. mind got all uh, extrapolated by it, right? You yeah, don't no. even remember what happened. And you thought he was someone else. And you were seeing hallucinations. But that don't matter. I don't think they invented the, you know, not guilty by reason of insanity plea yet. It's just I, I done what I done. And I do think know, it was a pretty I, loose version of stand your ground, though. <laughs> it's basically one big Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for, well, uh, the poet, Pete, uh, the poet. Uh, killed somebody but he was being shot at at the time oh, sheriff henry has an awful lot going on i believe this one you could be you could probably even tell him right to his face if he came over and asked what happened uh he has too much going on to even be interested he has so many the first thing he was thinking about was all the citizens being uh, whisked away by these winged creatures um a little altercation in the street yep. uh wouldn't even make him Bad an eyelash. Well, except that he mentioned it right after he talked about those wind creatures. He said, you know, hallucinating strangers gunning down locals in the street. Yeah, Not that I was here when he said that, but I uh, imagine that's something he 
you know, would it be sounds, in character uh, for him to say. It sounds awfully familiar to me, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you steer clear of Sheriff Henry and over. Okay. Well, there's, uh, there's, yeah, I, I agree. There's plenty of time for me to turn myself in. I could be of more use uh, you know, trying to solve this, what's going on, and it's potentially a danger to every living soul in this town. Yep. And I can't do that from behind bars. That's right. I, I, so I'll I'll lay low, and once we get this all sorted out, if I don't run into him first, I'll turn myself in. Or you can get deputized. It works great. Oh well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Is he just giving away ten stars to anyone who uh, asks for one? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. Depends on their role. I can say, yeah, Sheriff, you know I'm good at gunning people down. Give me one of them their badges. At this point, he might actually agree with you because I think he's under a little bit of duress and stress. Well, I, I don't want to risk it. Like I say, I'll just lay low for a while, help you all out, and I can sort out the mess I got myself into later. All right. Fair enough. So we go into the Gerald Gerald's house as of one big group finally I was gonna say do we have actually everyone together because I know that's where Harold wants to get going to well I mean, I, the one other thing that I was gonna say is just you know and we can do this sort of quickly even and come back but I need help uh getting the body over to Seraphim Falls to bring to my uncle yeah okay, uh, I'll help you out and, okay. I buy, and I have to stop by to visit Sheriff Floyd to get my nice badge and hopefully have a nice hat. And I'll I'll try and catch a cat. And when I get one, I'll bring it I back to my one. place. Yeah, yeah, you got one. Yocker caught one. <laughs> Just stick Are your you... tongue out. Ugh, trying to get me that like he's putting her ass right in my face. It's awful. <laughs> Cats Can so Florence disgusting. just chime in for one second while we're all discussing our plans? Absolutely. Okay. I know we're all trying to stick together and I don't want to throw a wrench in the works, but I do have to visit my sister today. It's very important for her well-being. And I usually go in the morning, but I could take the 12 o'clock train if that's better, as long as we can be back from the house by 12. Otherwise, you might have to go without me. And that would be, well, I guess you could gallop. Y'all you you all walked last time. You could, you could haul butt on a horse well even if we like trotted i mean it's going to be significantly faster than walking how how far was it i mean if, if i just set up something impossible here the train can be at one or at two or whatever uh, was it like three three miles or something like that no it was quite a distance to was it? It? yeah it was like a two and a half Dad hour would. walk oh okay yeah, she's got it. She's talking about taking. The, no, she's talking about can she get to Gerald's and then get back and make the one o'clock train? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I think if we go to Gerald's, we're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, you might have to worry about your sister. <laughs> well, Forrest, it sounds like uh, there ain't going to be much left of Gerald's place once we're done. So you might as well go see your sister. Well, in that case, maybe I'll just uh, take my usual 8 a.m. train, 9 a.m. train. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, Florence takes the morning <laughs> <Yeah>. train. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
uh yeah it's probably at this point we've made some contraptions and stuff we're probably uh pushing around nine o'clock probably after eight sometime oh, damn it so that 10 o'clock okay whatever. no 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 you could <laughs> you could make the you could make the nine o'clock trade okay. i'm just saying it's like after eight okay um as y'all are as y'all are coming mm -hmm. out of Yakers Seraphim Falls after having transported the body over there. Um are you Harold, are you with them? Are you waiting with the trap? Are you like letting the trap just be or are you Yeah, I'm I'm stepping back. I'm letting the trap be and hoping that I that uh, I catch a cat before we leave. If not, I'm gonna leave the trap there and then come back later to to get it. But I'd really really rather have a cat in it and at my place before we leave. Okay, make a luck roll. Oh dear. Chances of me making two of these in one episode. <laughs> You've made like one roll in oh three episodes. <laughs> Fortunately it's not critical, but it's close. It's a oh. ninety-three. Oh. Wow. I was just I was like about to like I had this vision of the cats attacking you. Right. You're all yeah. alone in the shop. Of course. Yeah. I am armed. Yeah. But... He's not alone. Um, I'm I'm still there with him. Oh, you are Phil? I'm basically alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did the rest of us leave? Y'all went with Yocker to carry the body. No, I, I, I did. I was the only one oh. that did that. Oh, only you. I yeah. went to Sher I went to Sheriff Henry's to get my badge. Okay. Yeah, I thought Florence went to to the train to see her sister. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, it's up to um, you. That's whenever you right. think you I just go. didn't know that we were out of the conversation where we were all saying, I'm doing this. Oh, okay. But but yeah, I, I would not yeah, have gone to the train don't quite to, yet. Yeah, y'all don't have to be out of that conversation. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I just, just needed I need to give somebody something before you go to the house. So I'm not on the train yet. Okay. And so I was just going to say, well, as you're, I'll, I'll take whatever. I mean, I give you something. I trust you. I, I'll take whatever you want me to hold on to. Okay. I was just, okay. Yeah. Who, um, who do you trust most? I just want to run back to my shop and get this book. Maybe I'll run to the shop while you're running to Seraphim Falls. Oh, if it's a book, whatever. I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, okay. don't give Bo a book. Okay. Okay. All right. And it, it, there's a a horse that runs through town and leaflets of paper go everywhere. I'll read kind of mm. the the bloodstone exposé for the mm. evening or or the day. Um but also with that with that sweet little roll of yours, Harold, as you're trying to catch these cats, uh they all start hissing at you and you think about phil's story of lloyd being attacked by the cats and his explanation and you start to get pretty nervous that yeah they might think with lloyd's body gone that you might be a good meal next all right well i guess i'm just gonna if i'm if so phil are you there are you actually there yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we haven't talked. We haven't. Split oh, we still up haven't yet. left yet. Well, oh, okay. We're still I'm, in. I'm still okay. in the same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I am going to back away just a little bit, though, so that I'm not <laughs> the first in line. 
<laughs> if they if they are you gonna back behind Phil just a just a little bit behind Ooh. Phil exactly <laughs> as hey, if there were a bear attacking. Do you tell me? Do you tell me this? No, <laughs> nope. I just slowly back away a little bit. Philip Donner getting eaten. How fitting. <laughs> and as soon as we get back, I'm gonna check on check with Harold to see if the trap has worked yet or not. Okay. And it hasn't. He's just waiting. The cats have just been really aggressive, but he's hopeful because they're around the trap, but uh, he's getting the feeling that probably waiting in the room is causing more problems than it's helping. So I know I messed our timeline up by saying we were gone and then not gone and whatever, but if I ran to get this book and came back, then I could have the book and I could also have picked up a newspaper on the way. Sounds great. Okay. And we can we can close with the newspaper. Let me pass off the book so I don't forget. Okay, who are you giving? Because the then book I'm to? just gonna go to the train station. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna pull out this book that I examined last night and open it to one of the pages with the picture of the strange box and the lightning and the the various creatures. I'd like to show it to Harold and say, if you could look for something like this when you're at Gerald's. I don't know what this is. I couldn't decipher the writing, but this was one of the books that I, one of his journals that I took from the basement. And there are pictures of this same device over and over throughout the books. Okay. Uh, Harold is very interested in that and uh, will really try and commit that to memory and maybe even not bring the book uh, so that it can stay safe, but I'll leave it in my place. But I'm gonna try and commit it to memory and even make, maybe make some sketches to bring with doesn't harold have some sort of uh, primitive um oh, i don't xerography device uh, early mimeograph yeah maybe mm. however yeah. i can make a duplicate uh that they is must have had carbon accurate. paper then carbon paper was pretty easy to make oh sure yeah you'd have to you'd have to it would take hours to do though well, whatever, whatever would be easiest uh, for me to commit this to memory and maybe even um, put some details down on paper. Uh, yeah, make you know, just quickly. make an intelligence roll to see how well you remember it. Okay. You're doing this while we have the carnivorous cat in front of us? Uh, no, probably after stepping out of the building, I would do that. Oh, so you're out of the building? No, not yet. I Okay. I'm just rolling this in advance so we don't have to yeah. take up time later. And it, it's a uh, it's a hard success, Michael. Okay. So no, you need uh, to see if Quentin left any dynamite in the store. You can never have too much dynamite. Like, yeah, and it's not like uh, Harold has to search through the book because Florence has marked the pages he needs to look at. And yeah, I mean, it's they're drawings of things that you have a good mind for. So it's pretty easy for you to commit them to memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's there's one of two ways we can do this. We just have a few minutes left. I can either I can read the newspaper article, or we can save that for the opening next session. If there's anything y'all want to wrap up this evening. Um, only last thing is when I get to Sheriff Henry's. I said, uh, I said there's um. I like to trade in. This was Lloyd's uh, shotgun. If I could trade it in for a better rifle. Oh, and Sheriff Henry's not there. Then I trade in the uh, shotgun for a better rifle. <laughs> <laughs> all right and uh you 
go to kind of put the sawed off shotgun in the cabinet and it just it's kind of like a small comedic moment where it doesn't really stand up well so you just lay it down and you grab a rifle perfect and uh, any good uh, sheriff's uh, or sheriff's uh, place has a, has a ammunition around for it and so stock up on some good ammunition and that and uh, and take a quick peek around and see if the sheriff has been doing his job uh, it doesn't look like he is uh, loitering and just loafing about or does it look like his desk has been used and there's papers around um just seeing if it's active at all and anything curiously I just wanted to see if there's anything nefarious, like if he's implicated in something odd. I'm, I'm, I'm using my spy eyes. Let's just make, say. Make a spot hidden spy eye. Okay. And uh, suppose I'm very skilled in that, but my but my role, my, I'm not that great in it. <laughs> oh, man. A one. I rolled... Flipping serious? A zero zero and an orange one. Holy crap. A one. You know, Harold, I think that they take all of your dice luck. Like they just drain it. Yeah, that must be. That's the second one tonight. Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So uh there's you you give this a really good look over and there's some wanted posters up on the wall and uh and of course the ammunition stuff that you found and you're you're pulling open he's got a desk you pull open the drawers and as you pull open one you notice a wad of paper that that falls out the back of the bottom and it lands on the floor and um, just a general assessment of the area before we get to that is that it doesn't really look like he's loitering. Uh, there's, there's no like sign of him drinking or anything in here. There's a couple of cells, but they're empty at the moment. Mm -hmm. And everything for the most part looks pretty neat and tidy and nothing to make you too suspicious except that on the piece of paper mm -hmm. is a it's a it's a wanted poster and it says uh wanted bobby mcglynn uh for cold-blooded murder 100 dollars reward and you really look at this poster and you look at it and the sketch of Bobby McGlynn looks an awful lot like Henry Stone. Hmm. Huh. I, uh, Wait, who's Henry Stone? The sheriff. The sheriff. Oh, geez. Okay. I take that paper. I uh, flatten it out. Um, I'm going to go over to uh, Harold's xerography machine and make a copy of it. Um, <laughs> so I fold it up and I put it into my uh, my breast pocket. And I said, ah interesting very interesting <laughs> and i said oh the, this looks like the i say to myself the looks like the sheriff will be working for us very soon and that's a perfect place to close for the night that is a perfect place to close for the night thanks so much for joining us uh, we will see you next time uh until then you can find us 
on our website, which is underthelibrary.com, or on Twitter at underthelib. So for me, for Michael, for Rick, Wayne, Emily, Scott, and Chris, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time under the library. Have a good night. Thank you.